This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Good afternoon. 4.49 now. I'm Jody Hughes in for Angela Cocott on another beautiful afternoon in the city of Calgary. You may have heard or maybe not uh, about uh, an announcement yesterday by the provincial government. Uh, Welcoming to the program, uh, I have our illustrious reporter, John Hempy, to tell us more. Good afternoon, John. Hey, Jody. Tell us a little bit about this announcement that came down yesterday from the province about uh, money that will go towards safe consumption sites. I feel like we had a very busy day yesterday and maybe we didn't have a chance to really delve into this. Yeah, this one kind of fell through the cracks a little bit yesterday. And if we hit the rewind button back to the middle of June, that is when we had the big news conference at the Sheldon Schumer where they said, you know, we want to put a safe consumption site here. We're going to ask all the questions of the community. We're going to, you know, see, make sure that this is a viable thing. Yesterday, we learned that $1.2 million will be spent to do renovations at that facility to accommodate a safe consumption site. Now, I think it doesn't matter, uh, you know, how much money goes into it or or what precautions are put into it. I think some people are going to have an adverse reaction to this. Why did the province decide to do this? What was their justification? Well, you know, I think moving toward a model where um, you can get people into a facility. So people are using right now, I mean, as we're speaking, there's probably somebody shooting up somewhere in a back alley somewhere in our city or or in a basement somewhere in our city, right? And it's terrifying to, to think just how big the addiction problem is. We're also learning, you know, the number of fentanyl deaths, for example, opioid deaths is over 240 so far in our provinces here. So, I mean, that that's a big number. So the idea is providing a facility where people can come and do what they're going to do anyway in a clean environment, a safe environment, and in an environment where if that's the day they decide, I can't do this anymore. Like, I need help. All the resources that they could possibly need are there. And even if today is not the day, every time they drop in and visit, they get that extra little reminder. Think about going to the doctor. If you have maybe a habit of some sort and your doctor says, you should really consider not doing that, right? Today might be the day that you decide, I need help. And that's what this all is all about, is treating it as a health problem rather than as a criminal problem. And these models exist in other cities. What kind of success measures do we know of? Well, you know, you talk to a lot of people, and, and today I talked, to, for example, to the president of the Beltline Communities Association, or Neighborhoods Association, rather, uh, Peter Oliver. And he cites, you know, there's a number of studies out there that say this kind of programming helps get us down the path of getting people away from addiction, right? Now, a lot of people will see Vancouver's downtown east side. And, you know, any of us who've been to Vancouver and have taken a stroll through that neighborhood, we have a very certain perception in our minds of what those kind of facilities can look like. I think what they're trying to do in this model is maybe reimagine how this is going to look a little bit because to some people, that's a very scary model. And so what if I, you know, need to go to the Sheldon Schumer for help? Is this something that, you know, I walk through the safe consumption site? Is it something off on the side? What's, it, what measures are in place there? From the sounds of things, this is going to be like any other department in, in the hospital, right? So, you know, if you need to get a cast, you go to the casting room. If you need an x-ray, you go to the x-ray room. And if you're going to be participating in this program, it's another part of the hospital. So it's the idea that it's not necessarily, you know, it's not like with big flashing lights and a marquee. It's like, you know, come here to, to do mm-hmm. your drugs. It's simply... It's going to be in that facility, and the people who are going to use it are going to go in, come out. You may never know that they've gone into to, to go do it. Who pays for the drugs? 
Well, that's the thing is that they'll bring their own to the site. So it's, it's not that they're bringing in or that the government is providing anything. They're providing the safe facility. But there are also conversations that can possibly happen about, do you know where you got that from? You know, is that clean? Is that, you know, and all those kind of things. So again, you're putting health professionals in that line where they might provide an intercept to somebody who might do harm to themselves. Do we know of any plans for them to test the drugs? I know that they exist in some companies that will go to different festivals and test the drugs. Are we planning to test or do we know of that yet? I don't know that if that's going to be part of this plan. I, I haven't heard if that's how they do it in other, in other cities, but um, you know, you're right. This is, that is something that, you know, we heard of, especially with a lot of the summer festivals, uh, especially over in Europe this year, that was a big, big deal where they were testing drugs. So maybe that might be a part of this. We just don't know yet. This is the only facility in Calgary? Only facility in Calgary. Edmonton has had more than one facility announced. Uh, as far as a timeline as to when this is all going to come you know, live and, and be open, we don't know yet. All we know right now is the money is in place to start doing the renovations. I think anytime you introduce a program like this, you get, it's awful to use the acronym because it sounds so negative, but you get the NIMBY reaction. Has that happened here? Well, actually, it's interesting. Um, so when the news conference ha- happened back in June, uh, our global TV news crews actually went out and talked to people in the streets and you got a really mixed reaction. Some people said, I'm glad that it's going to be in a hospital. You had some people saying, not in my backyard. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're always going to end up with a mixed reaction. Talking to Peter Oliver today from uh, Beltline Neighborhoods Association, he says, you know, they're trying to work with people in the community to, to understand what this facility is going to be and what this facility is not going to be. And I think that's an important part of this, you know, an important step of what they're trying to do um, as they bring this, this into the health fold. Very interesting. John, thank you so much for the update. Thanks, Jody. It is 4.55. Coming up just after the news at 5 o'clock, we will be checking in uh, with a reporter at The Guardian, an update on what's happening in Barcelona, the latest information that she has been able to gather. Also learning more about the Calgary, uh, the city of Calgary's LED light program. You may have noticed new lights in your neighborhood. We'll check in with them about where are they at with their progress. And after 6 o'clock, we're talking about stress and work. But time now for Great Ideas, brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.